Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, October 21st. Give others their due, indeed, to make sure your gift is not grudging. Give them more than their due. In that spirit of generosity, allow others to give you what is your due also. Remind them always, however, that God is the doer. To reject sincere praise in the name of humility would be to impugn the judgment and good taste of the one who offered it. Now we're continuing on this very important theme of humility, which is extremely important. To be gracious, you need to be gracious in giving compliments and praise where it's due, and you also need to be gracious in receiving it. If you're ungracious in receiving um, gratitude and praise when somebody feels it's warranted, whether you feel it's warranted or not is something else, but to, to be gracious in receiving it is to respect the person who said it to you. If you're ungracious in receiving it, they open their hearts to you in appreciation and gratitude. And if you're ungracious, it, it, it's very hurtful to other people. It hurts their feelings. They've offered, offered something that they think is a beautiful gift, and it's like you slap it down. It's like you offer them, you know, here's a bouquet of flowers, and you say, I hate daffodils. I mean, that's sort of what happens. And the person, you, you can just feel that's, that's, a, that's a, a, not a nice thing to do. So even if you're trying to be humble and you're trying not to allow praise to go to your head, you have to also not draw undue attention to yourself by, by making such a big scene about not accepting it that you create so much dissonance that your ego just gets stronger. And Swami says this here, which I've mentioned before, if someone says that it was good and you say, no, it wasn't, you try to self-abnegation, you turn the compliment, then you're telling them that they have no taste. And that's just, that's extremely rude. Someone is gracious to you and you're rude. Now the other side of it, that's you have to learn to receive. And surprisingly, people have very complex relationships with receiving. And again, that's, that's a lack of humility. Why shouldn't people give to you? I mean, think about it for a minute. To think that people shouldn't give to you is to say, I'm not worth it. I, I'm not worth it. They shouldn't. They shouldn't be giving anything to me. But they, that's a very exaggerated, self-involved response. I had an interesting conversation with a friend of mine. This is, just happens to be my attitude versus hers at the time. She's, she's dealing with an elderly relative who... Um, uh, an elderly relative who has become... Uh, mentally compromised. And so there's just a lot of care that has to be given and you sort of, you know, all, all that has to be done to take care of this person and they're, they're increasingly helpless. So she said to me, as people often say to me, please remember to shoot me before I become that debilitated. And I said, no, actually I won't. I said, uh, I'll pray that you learn every lesson you can possibly learn before you leave this body. I mean, I didn't want to be over-serious because she wasn't being entirely serious, but she was also being serious. It's like whatever comes to you at the end of your life, it's an important thing for you to be able to accept it gracefully, 
to receive from God whatever he gives you. You have to practice being able to receive. But then I said to her, which is true, and I hope many of my friends who will probably hear this do not feel bad about this, but I sort of figure if I become helpless, somebody's just going to have to take care of me, and that's just the way it is. It's like I've helped lots of people in my life, and I don't begrudge having helped them. Why would I think that my friends are more selfish than I? I mean, of course, it can be inconvenient. It might be expensive. It might be tiresome. Yes, that's true. A lot of times we have to do things for people that if we had a free choice in the whole universe, it is inconvenient. We'd rather not. But would we, would we actually rather not do it? You know, would we rather have them suffer or, or be neglected? No, of course we'll do it. What I, what I finally figured out in thinking about that, among other things, is that, is that I am not more generous than most people, especially most people in the circle I live in at Ananda. We love each other. We want to take care of each other. We'll find a way. And, and I'm not looking to be debilitated and in the hands of many people, but if that's what happens, that's, just, that's their karma and mine, and we're just going to have to go through it. It was very interesting... Um, Ramdas, Baba Ramdas, Richard Alpert, um, who died recently. This is I'm talking now in 2020, the summer of 2020. Um, and I think for about 10 years, he just really had to depend on others. And and I I I didn't follow his life, even though it was public. But I followed it at the very beginning. And he he just talked about what an experience it was to be dependent on others and how much he was learning from being dependent on others, and how he realized how impatient he had been with his own father when he was elderly, and, and being in the reverse position. You know, he would never be impatient like that again with someone who was compromised. And, like, these are lessons that we have to learn. So we, we have to be able to receive graciously, and we're just talking now about compliments for your work, but just to be able to receive graciously, not because people ought to praise you, not because they ought to ignore you, but just because what is is. And why would I? Why would I not? Why would I not do some? If I can't do anything that people appreciate, I ought to be trying harder to help them. That's what I'm trying to say. If people appreciate what you've done, that's good. That means that you're serving. And you should see it just as a confirmation of your aspirations. And isn't that wonderful? Isn't it wonderful that someone actually benefited from energy that I put out? I celebrate that not as my ego, but I celebrate that with God. Oh, Divine Mother, isn't that sweet? You inspired me, you guided me, and it actually worked. We actually helped someone. Isn't that marvelous? Let's do more of it. It feels wonderful not because they praise me, because they confirm that my aspiration has come true. And then in the same way, if we're truly humble, we realize that you know, everyone around me is contributing to whatever we're doing. And Swami says, give people their due and more than their due. In other places he says, even if you had the same idea as someone else, if they present it, give them the credit for it. Even if what they did, they did it your direction, don't emphasize that they did it at your direction. Emphasize that they did it. But be honest. Don't flatter, don't gush. If you flatter and gush, your, 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 your words lose magnetism. Truth is everything. 
So if you just say, oh, it's just the best, I've never seen anything like it, you people are so selfless, I just can't imagine how you all could just manage to make this so good. I mean, like we've had so many things, this was just the best. It's just like after a while, you, you don't even hear it. You can't hear it because there's just too many words. And it's, it's be humble in your praise in the sense of the greatest praise is honest praise. And it's, it's very important to, to, to put out the energy to, to not just say the obvious, but to actually pay attention and then really commend people, if you can, for what they've really done. If they've, um, if they've surpassed their own expectations of themselves, you can commend them for that. If they've risen to, to levels that you knew they were striving for and they've now reached, you can say it. If some of what they did was not so good, but some of it was good, then you can just single out what really went well. And, and then when people receive praise like that or, or credit like that, it, it can be generous, very generous, but nonetheless it will have a ring of truth in it. If you just praise people and that they always get praise, they always get from you some laudatory remark, some over-the-top story, it just goes right by. You begin to think, well, that's more about them than about me. Now, of course, people have different ways of expressing. Some people are gushier than others. Some people, some cultures are gushier than others. You know, there's lots of different ways that people operate. So it has to be also sincere. But the operative word is, is truth. And the operative word is also, is you want to help people spiritually. So you also don't want to feed their egos. Now, some people take this way too far and say that you should never thank people or you should never praise them. I don't think that's true because people like to be encouraged. And I certainly know when I know something went well or it was greatly appreciated, I'm more inclined to do it again. I'm more inclined to do it the next time. Swamiji was marvelously, honestly, with heartfelt, he was appreciative. You know, every time I made a dinner or brought him, brought him a cup of tea, he was appreciative. But he was, it was always completely sincere. And so therefore, when he said it to me, it was, it was an honest exchange. It wasn't just perfunctory. And as I said, it was never exaggerated. But then that made me, because I knew it, was, it helped him. It served him. So I was very inclined to do it again. That happens with anyone that you know. You find out that someone particularly likes a particular dish. They come to dinner again. You make it for them. One of my friends, who's a very good cook, and also an extremely inventive one, she actually keeps files, because cooking is one of the things that she does the most. And, she, and I think she's, she's, she entertains less than she used to, but when she was really entertaining, she actually would have little cards, because she did so much entertaining, that if someone came over, and they particularly liked this, or she observed they didn't like that, or she knew that they were allergic or disinclined, she would just make a little note. So that the next time that they would come over, you know, she, 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 she put her appreciation into action by her incredible care about what they wanted. So the next time they would come, it would be their favorite dish there. And that would allow them to say, thank you, I so enjoyed this the last time, you know. I didn't want to limit you by asking. And then she could justifiably say, well, I'm so happy you like it or I remembered that you liked it. And then you just have this wonderful, constant 
sort of flow of appreciation because that's what we really want. And then humility becomes that we're all enjoying the flow of the divine. And this is how Swami says, but remember always that God is the doer. And remember God is the doer not only when people compliment me, but even when I compliment others, you want to compliment them in such a way that you're celebrating together the divine grace that flows through them rather than singling them out as a unique individual. Does does that make sense? Because that's really the important part. And that's why you, 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 you can comment about the right things you know, that the, the sound of your voice, the, I could see that you were very inspired, even a comment like that. I so enjoyed the, what you did because I could see that you were very inspired. I could see that the inspiration was flowing through you. I could really see the, you know, a, a, a light, there was a light of the divine coming through you. Just reminding the person, and I'm, I'm not saying you should always be a teacher, you, this is all has to be balanced. But you can serve people better if you, if you thank them in such a way that it lifts them out of ego rather than driving them more deeply into it. You know, Swamiji, even though he was extremely appreciative in person and individuals, he, he had mixed feelings when we would have big events and there was 150 people who had made the event happen for 250 people. He, you know, that we would have to, once you start listing 20 of them, then you have to list 40. And once you've lived, listed 40, you have to list 60. And pretty soon you've listed everybody who's there. And so that's where the thought comes, well, we're all doing it for God. Why do we need to be thanked at all? But that takes it too far. But it just um, support people in a way that will bring them the greatest happiness in the end. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, here's one more part of that. Sometimes when you compliment a a spiritually minded person, they'll turn the compliment toward God. Don't do what I'm about to say. Well, yes, that may be true, but God has to have instruments and you are a great instrument. When a person wants to turn the compliment upward toward the divine, help them do it. Don't block them. Don't insist that they take it to the ego if they're trying to transcend the ego. Stand with them. Yes, and I'm so glad, you know, that you attuned yourself. And yes, isn't it true that God flows through and isn't it a joy when he does? Support them in it. They've heard you. They've, they've received the appreciation. If, if they want to turn it in a divine way, then stand with them and help them to do it. So, Swami says, give others their due. Indeed, to make sure your gift is not grudging, give them more than their due. In that spirit of generosity, allow others to give you what is your due also. Remind them always, however, that God is the doer. To reject sincere praise in the name of humility would be to impugn the judgment and good taste of the one who offered it. Joy to you. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners, so if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation, or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.